0: You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 635. Legion of Superheroes, volume 4, issue 41. The Setup. And welcome to episode 635. 35 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French. Oh, and today... Today I am CGS Kid. Oh! On, uh, on uh, this past Friday night, so it should be out as you guys hear this, um, the, the guys from uh, Comic Geek Speak did their um, 15th uh, <laughs> anniversary uh, Zoom episode. And uh, so I joined them because... Part of the Super Show has always been the uh, the uh, song parody that I do about the guys, uh, so I got I got to do one of those uh, via Zoom, and it was kind of neat because we had um, folks like uh, like Little Witch and Gargoyle and uh, all those all those folks, uh, you know, people haven't seen in a long damn time, and uh, looks like they're gonna be doing more of those. Um, so anyway, uh, you can check it out uh, on the Comic Geek Speak uh, show. It should be Monday or Tuesday, and um, and it was a lot of fun. There was some Uncle Sal action, um, and uh, well, everyone knows that's always fun. It's uh, I had to explain to I was watching it, and and uh, Sarah came down, and she's like, that man swears a lot. <laughs> yes yes he yes he does sweetheart yes he does hi uncle sal is
1: is it something she's never heard before oh god no (laughs) no No, she's familiar (laughs) uncle sal
2: uses profanity like salt and pepper
1: yeah
0: yeah 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 it's um it's it's uh yeah it's a hell of a thing so uh, anyway, but it was kind of neat because it, because it, you know there was that video aspect to it. So uh, it, you know it, it, they've played it out very much like they used to do the live panels and um, and yeah, so much fun um, and uh, I just want to again congratulate them. Like the, you, you wouldn't be hearing this show if it weren't for those guys and. True. Sure. Um,
2: very true. Right. And Paul and I may not have never met. Oh, totally. We wouldn't have met Matt. We wouldn't have met Rick. We wouldn't have met Scott. Maybe yeah. you would have met Scott, but I
0: wouldn't have. I, w- I would have. You know. I would have. Scott would have been. Who be, is that orange man? Yes, Matt? I would have been at, like, a convention <laughs> thinking, that orange guy looks awesome. Um, I mean, we had, and it's funny because we did find out we had a lot of mutual friends. Uh, but still, uh, yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's the... Um, it is definitely the uh, environment, in certainly the comic forums uh, back in the day, are the environment right. that uh, brought all of this together. The so, not-so-secret origin of the Legion it, of Substitute podcast. Indeed, podcasts. indeed. So, uh, so, yeah, congratulations to them on uh, on 15 years. And, Here,
2: cheers, uh, cheers. Exactly, cheers.
0: and I think, uh, think uh, Deemer has a... Um, um,
2: con- an evil plan no 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 he's sleeves. got
0: a he's got a convention uh sketch in his attic that is aging for him because i tell oh. you every time i see him he looks younger uh so uh, so clearly <laughs> there's the uh, the con sketch of dorian gray happening there
2: that's that that's that like good old evil living he does
0: <laughs> anyway. he knows what i
2: mean not that he'll ever listen to this oh, well, there but, you you know.
0: go. Well, that's for sure yeah over to you sir
2: Hi, everybody. Tonight, I am at my limit, kid. Let me tell you why. I got a little Gmail alert saying, hey, you're close to being at that point where we're going to have to start deleting emails automatically out of your uh, account if you don't Uh start deleting stuff. (laughs) And I figured out where all these emails were, and I figured out what has caused this because I I usually check it at 50%, but I've just been zoning out lately. Um, Today... I deleted everything out of my promotions folder except for what has come through today. And today, so far, and there will probably be more coming in while we record, I have received no less than 52 political emails.
3: 52! (laughs) Louise! 52!
2: (laughs) How DC is that, right? Yeah, right? (laughs) I'm like, people, it's Sunday. (laughs) I'm not looking at my email on a Sunday. Go away. But apparently they're very concerned that I should vote. Shocking.
1: <laughs> yes. Was there a chance that you weren't not going to?
2: Um no. No, there's not a chance that I was not going to. I I will be doing the voting. So thing, so
1: re- for sure. reply reply back to him and and say Michael, hey, I get it.
2: It's Thanks not that you. easy. It's there's like <laughs> these aren't different actual- emails. These are not people. These are bots.
0: Let me put it to you this no way: No one will respond. <laughs> I I get a lot of of emails from John Osoff. Yeah, I'm probably so. not going to be able to help him. No, you're yeah. not. Not really. But no. uh, but yeah, I get a I get a ton of them, and it's like my email address address ends in .ca. <laughs>
2: It doesn't matter. (laughs) It really doesn't matter. But but here we're getting just hammered with it. And I can't wait for January fifth at all to be over. No matter what happens at this point. I just want it over at this point. I'm just tired of hearing the Because
0: one way or the other it will be.
2: It will be over. Well tomorrow, technically, it's over. Today it's over. As this is recording drops, right on on Monday, the electorals get to actually do their voting. So we'll see what more shenanigans Rocky and Bullwinkle can warp. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know. So
0: now I'm picturing uh, Rudy as Boris. <laughs> you know
2: it. Moose and squirrel must oh be stopped. <laughs> so, I mean, that's really the level of political decorum we have going on right
4: now in the country. So, <sighs> over to you, Mr. Travis. Hey, everybody, this is Travis Ellisor, and today I have been in Possible Task Lad. Um, Are Mr. You impossible? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I almost did, went with Mission Impossible, but uh, why? Um, anyway, Bill Cox, who owns the website Comic Art Fans, yes. which is a big place for people who collect original art for displaying, selling, uh, just whatever. It's, it's a pretty big thing uh bill started doing some streaming video things uh this year when the pandemic started mm-hmm. with collectors and dealers and such and um he shot me an email and said hey you want to come on a show with me cool awesome. um he said you know and we talked about it and the one thing he has not discussed is uh themed commission collections Ooh. so he's <laughs> like hey you want to come on and uh if you want to get someone else to come on and talk with us too so the first person I went after was uh, Aiden Lacey, who has the right. biggest theme collection I've ever seen. Uh, if you've never seen his stuff, he does Legion of Superheroes storylines where he does homages to different comic covers and makes them Legion covers. It's pretty cool stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Very but cool. uh, Aiden didn't want to go on. Uh, so, and it's understandable. Not everybody wants to be a streaming no, video it's, person. It's yep. true. It's very true. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I got to... Another guy I've known for years who uh, he collects, uh, he's got an Iron Throne collection, which (laughs) it's Iron Man, not not the Game of Thrones thing. Uh Um, Anyways, Joshua McCoy, he's going to come on with me. But then Bill says, hey, pick out uh, five to possibly eight of your favorite pieces, and they're the ones that we'll display and talk about. Ooh. Wow. So that's the impossible task. It's like, totally. yeah. how do you do that? Yeah, your favorite. Ch-
2: Sophie's yeah. Choice. Go watch Sophie's Choice and then do it. It'll be fine.
4: Yeah. And so I've, I've I got it narrowed down today, but it was not easy yeah. at all. Like, there's so many it. that I think could make great conversations. Yeah. But it was just, uh, I don't know. I, I had to keep narrowed down, and I couldn't just you know do two or three from one artist. That's not fair at all. You know. So it's,
0: I was, I was going to say, how many Tom Fowlers ended up in there?
4: i just won yeah. he, he didn't get you know everyone I he, no one. i knew
0: he had to be in there but uh, but yeah yeah that's the uh again so but,
1: did you pick any with karate kid in it of course <laughs> Okay,
4: good. <laughs> i mean that's the whole point the theme collection that's the thing i'm known for so yeah. that's the majority yeah. of it well that okay. and yeah. juniper. you're known for juniper that's true i i could have done a commission with her in it but i you know Ran out of space. Oh well. Oh, Oh, you're gonna be unpopular.
1: Plus plus you didn't want to really show karate kid kicking your dog's ass. Uh
4: no, we have one Juniper beat him. I have that one. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Michael, you anything you think I don't have, I do, Michael, trust me. (laughs) Anyway, that's me. And over to you, Michael.
1: All right. Uh hi everybody. I'm Michael Grabois and this week I am shopping lad. Um I am looking to buy some Hanukkah presents for myself mm-hmm. because in this household, I am the single most important person. I'm only the, <laughs> the only person in my household, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, it, so I'm it looking to a
0: second place though, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking for a, a combination toaster oven printer, cordless drill. Wow. So that I don't have to buy three different things,
2: but I think you can buy one of those at GoodVibrations.com. Do not look that site up at work, people. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: But but I don't think that anybody actually manufactures a combination toaster oven printer cordless drill. Yeah. So I've been uh, searching for those, um, uh, and wanting someone to make the decision for me because there are just too damn many. Of each
3: one. Yeah.
1: Okay. And uh, so, yeah, that's my excitement.
2: I mean, uh, I mean, Michael. All us single people are buying our own gifts this year, and we're fine with it. So. Well, that's true. Go for it. You know, it's like, mm, yep, buy my own stuff. I've got stuff under the tree already. Ooh, <laughs> look, wood. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so.
1: So it's it's. I don't need a new toaster oven, but I want one that's like big enough to. Fit more toast. than two slices of toast. Make toast. <laughs> well, I don't use it for toast. I use it for, like, other stuff. But, you know, you can't fit more than two slices of pizza Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. in
1: there. So I want something a little bit bigger. And a more cordless drill. Um, I'm hoping that it's just the charger that's failed and not the whole drill.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I can buy a new charger, which is a lot cheaper than buying a whole new drill set. Mm-hmm. True. True that. And then, of course, I want something that fits with the uh, computer ink cartridges that I already have. Yeah. But of course, uh, of course, Canon only makes ink cartridges to fit like one printer, or the let me rephrase that: the cartridges that I have only fit one printer that is now discontinued. So they, I can't even reuse my ink cartridges.
0: Ah, planned obsolescence, right?
1: Planned obsolescence, and yes, first world problems all.
0: <laughs>
3: totally,
0: yeah. We acknowledge that. So,
1: but yeah. yeah, if anybody, if anybody out there knows of a combination toaster oven printer cordless drill, um, drop a comment in the in the feedback. Yeah,
0: and and can you uh, sign up for streaming services on it?
1: <laughs> can you play
5: doom on it
0: yeah because i mean it while you're while you're cooking stuff you want to watch something
1: it's well, it depends on how, it true. depends on how big the little lcd screen is on the printer
0: part. <laughs> yeah exactly
2: uh-huh. <laughs> you could play pong on it which I is bet.
0: better than it printing out each uh each frame <laughs> mm-hmm. yes
1: yeah. so uh over to you jim
5: hey everyone i am jim purcell and tonight i am retail is hell kid uh, I work at a used video game store. Uh, originally part time, now more full time than I really want to be. Uh, and for the second Sunday in a row, we were two hands on deck uh, all afternoon when mm. we should have had th- at least three, probably four in these Christmas times that we're in. And first, it might be a first world problem, but oh my god, do I do not like people right now.
2: Understood. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I got through college working retail for eight years. It's and just... I have ruined my fair share of Christmases, Hanukkahs, and Kwanzaa gatherings by myself.
5: So I get I, it. I get I, it. I, I love helping people. hmm But when people don't know what they want or what they <laughs> think they want, and there's a line behind you.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
5: And you die inside.
2: I, I used to work for a bookstore. And my favorite one was Oprah had this book on The cover was blue (laughs) I'm just like we don't alphabetize our uh, Books by color of cover No (laughs) That's just not a thing that happens Don't be nice to people
5: out there It's not that hard It's just been kind of weird because our store manager has been out Due to uh, illness uh, Not COVID it was a surgery recovery And so we've been down a person for almost four weeks, and our district manager has pretty much refused to hire replacement people. So we've just been understaffed like crazy. Mm. When I went back to work, my plan was to work three days a week and to supplement my my current unemployment. But with the the, uh, manager out, I've been working closer to 40 hours, and I'm not enjoying it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. But it's a paycheck.
5: Well, that's the problem. It's not really a paycheck because I collect unemployment. I don't actually make any extra or more money by oh. working more. It's a conundrum is what ah. it is. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. COVID conundrum.
2: Oh, one of many.
5: Because I'm not making as much money as I made in my primary job. Mm-hmm. So I'm still collecting unemployment partially, and I'm not making more than my maximum unemployment draw.
3: Right. Yeah. So
5: it's just, I'm just working to work. It's not, it doesn't even benefit me except that my unemployment will last until February instead of the middle of this month.
0: Right. So that's a good thing.
5: Mm. That is a good thing, especially right now, because apparently um, state of Connecticut has fallen below the threshold to have an extension, an automatic extension, uh, sorry, based on, it's based on a uh, based on the employment rate for the state. If it's <laughs> above a certain point, you automatically get another seven weeks. If it's below a certain point, you can't. And so I got a bunch of coworkers who are out of work right now because our Unemployment rate dropped. Will not be able to get an extension when they run out uh, in a week or two. Oh, it's going to be a real mess for a lot of people.
2: It's going to be a real mess all over the country. It sure is. With this crap. And it
5: sure is.
2: Y'all just, we're white knuckling it. We really are. So but, uh, <sighs> yeah, it's, it's I, I hate to bring remember. the mood down because I, no.
5: like I said this is first world problems. I mean, a lot of people work a lot harder than I do. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my goodness, people.
2: I mean, people, everyone's people. got the problems, but we need to realize that we have huge problems right now. Yeah. That there's millions of people across the country who are facing eviction. Yeah. And can't...
5: Unfortunately, I am not. I am actually in an okay position for at least the next six months. Uh.
2: So if you can, I mean, I, I gave to a charity earlier today online. Um, if you can, if you're able to, uh, yeah. give this year for sure. Totally.
5: So that's it for me. Uh, I think All right, we have well, no... let's,
0: let's take a look into the future. Well, I, I, I forgot somebody.
5: Well, that's what he's saying in the future. Yeah,
0: so in the fu- oh, the,
2: thought,
5: somebody uh, stands. The issue. I'm like, wait a minute. At the I'm, end of I'm, time, in this hood. I'm, uh, I'm,
0: I'm Segway, lad, sir.
5: Uh,
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna keep drinking my drink out of my sippy cup. Um, <laughs> in the
0: future, in a place where you know, this stuff isn't. Uh, isn't quite what it is on, on this side of the of, of the pond or in this hemisphere. Out there in the future, sir, what is your name?
6: Hi. Hey there, it's Brent from the future, Brent Brickhill, and um, today I'm the future is bright kid, and I think I've timed my Legion name really well today after... Um, after the last one we just had, so look, I'm I'm happy to say that um, Melbourne is looking bright, and um, we've had 40 days with no cases down here in
4: Huzzah. Melbourne,
6: and mm. it's 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 a strange world. It feels a bit like a bubble. Like the rest of the world is still suffering, right. and and we it's kind of also a bit like you know is this going to change? Um, but look, people are getting on with things. It's it's great to be out on the streets. Um, shops are open restaurants are open offices are reopening and so look let's let's stick with the theme of the future is bright and i think it's perfect for this issue
0: absolutely absolutely yeah they, yeah wow Well, yeah. welcome welcome well, we we
2: won't have that here for a while because people think masks are against their religion so
6: well yeah although yeah. i did, did see country that country did new Mark, zealand so.
2: didn't new zealand like declare themselves covid free recently Mm -hmm. like the other day or today or something like
6: that yeah we're we're opening a bubble with them in january so we'll be able to travel freely (laughs)
2: like gay people through straight bars (laughs) 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 we can move freely among you (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) that's a different soapbox for another day
0: absolutely (laughs) So, um, how about Legion news? Where are we at on that? Is there I got something. any solicits? Uh, any?
1: No, I don't think so. Oh,
0: you know, I've got,
1: I've got yeah. something interesting. Yeah. So, um, the October sales figures are out and I rely on a site called Comicron, yeah. uh, yeah. run by John Jackson Miller And basically, he's been doing this since the 1980s, putting together lists of, you know, what the top selling issues are coming out of, uh, uh, usually it's out of diamond since the 90s. But um, uh, the whole COVID thing, the disruption and the um, DC dropping its uh, diamond from its distributors have made it tough to kind of reconcile the numbers. But he worked his magic, and um, uh, on the October sales figures, uh, Legion number 10 uh, sold an estimated 31,000 copies. Um, he doesn't have the exact numbers, but he's got a, a range, and it's like twenty-eight to 34,000 copies, so I just picked 31,000 in the middle
5: because it's uh, they don't state the numbers anymore they state the number like the percentage in relation to another issue that they also don't get the numbers for it's a very confusing
1: yeah well, basically what the the way he is well I don't, I don't know if that's the way he's doing it now but for a little while he was saying that for every like 100 copies of Justice League right because that one's been a a constant seller for every 100 copies of Justice League. They've been selling five hundred and eighty-seven copies of Batman Three Jokers, and one hundred and six copies of Legion. Right. So, so if you know how much JLA is selling, then you can you know work the index and and uh, and figure it out. But until you know those numbers, which we don't yet, um, all he can do is give estimates. So, uh, like I said, issue ten sold an estimated thirty-one thousand copies. Interestingly, um, last issue sold an estimated twenty-nine thousand five hundred. So sales look a little bit up from last issue. Uh, it was the number twenty-four book from DC for the whole month. Yeah. Uh, the number sixty-six book overall, and um, what is what I find most surprising is that sales have been very steady. Um, since stable. issue two,
0: yeah. Now, yeah.
1: I, do you think, David, they,
0: is this right after? this So this this is the issue that came out after the multi artist issues.
1: Yes, this Correct? is the one this that has uh, first kiss on the cover.
0: Right, and, and and I wonder, you know, some people were 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 you know kind of well. I mean, I guess the people who were iffy on those issues were this were the people who were just iffy on the series as a whole. Um, right. Right. Um, like. Um, yeah, no. So I was, I was wondering if maybe some people sort of sat those, those two issues out, um, Got thinking, me. thinking that it wouldn't be, you know, because remember we talked about like, is it, is this going to be kind of like a who's who, and uh, and maybe they just were like, no, I just want story, and um, <laughs> uh, hey, the, you know, it could be, could be, but uh, yeah. you know, because I, I find yeah. it interesting that the yeah, that the t- the, t- the, t- the tenth issue ticked upward. Um, it's great. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad to see that. Sure,
2: but well
1: actually uh, actually number eight really seemed to have ticked upwards. Mm-hmm. Um but still I mean basically Because it had issue, all those
2: different artists in it, I guess. Yeah.
1: Issue issue two sold thirty-five thousand six hundred and fifty-three copies, and here we are at issue ten, and we're still right around thirty thousand.
2: That's not bad, yeah. given today's so, circulation numbers. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and so other other things that sold in that same general range were Batman's Grave, number 11, Wonder Woman, 764, Flash, 763, Maestro, that's Marvel's Hulk, oh,
3: yeah.
1: uh, number three, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, number six, Shang-Chi, number two, Werewolf by Night, number one, and Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number 19.
2: Werewolf by Night. Wow, so that that's
1: takes me the, back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's where they're coming from. Um, but what's also, um, you know, if you if you look at it and say, okay, it was the number twenty four or twenty five book out of the fifty one that that DC has for sale. Yeah. Well, that makes it look like a solid middle of the pack. But if you go back just a few months, um, that's when DC started cutting its line. Yeah. You know, when like issue four, it was the number 18 book out of 88. Right. And so they cut 30 to 40 issues per month since the series first started coming out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what that means, but um, but basically sales are, are very steady.
0: And that and, which that's is a good thing. which is
1: yeah, that's a good thing.
0: You know, and and it's good for a couple of reasons. You know, I mean, it's obviously good because it means the current series keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, staying above that 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 threshold, and uh, and you know the other part of it is that it means that. Um, you know, I, I've I've heard people speculate. Oh well, yeah, but that that'll all go once uh, once Bendis goes. And it's interesting because those are the same people that are like, "Oh, Bendis' books don't sell." Um, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 uh, and then and, and then they turn around the other side and say and say, "Oh, once Bendis goes, uh, that, that book won't sell anymore." It's like, but you just Paul, said... It, it, a... Paul,
2: it's it's the make DC great again crowd.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I yes. mean, honestly, uh, that's uh, what it is. Yeah, I mean. Um... <laughs>
0: But but what I mean what I mean to say is is that uh, it also you know bodes well for at least having this threshold. It's it's more likely that they'll be win- willing to take a chance on someone uh, on someone doing it next, and mm-hmm. you know because if it, if it was around twenty thousand, say it was around twenty thousand with, with with Bendis and, and he left, they might they might well say they would like let give not him bother.
2: a wrap it up wrap it up
0: yeah 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 and so that it is selling above the threshold. That it is, yeah. You know, it may be midlist, but it's upper midlist, really. Um,
1: yeah, and twenty thousand. Just since you mentioned it, yeah. That's the that's the point where a few uh, a few months ago, that's when Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn and yeah. and Hellblazer. That's that's what they were selling when they got canceled.
0: And yeah, that that has long been a you know. I mean, it. Even in uh, even in headier times, you know that was still like you know that was a level at which a, a book was gone, and it, it might limp along for a little while uh, slightly above that, but but it got you know the twenty thousand has has long been a, uh, a, a a recipe for cancellation, and so mm-hmm. so this is a good thing because it means that we get to continue with Bendis' Legion, and hey, we maybe have a little bit of room in there. Uh, should he decide to move on and, uh, and someone else come over to take it out, take it off. So th- this is, this is good news.
1: All right.
2: Well, I mean, there, there's new news that happened this week. Um, just a brief thing. I, I mentioned that I was very happy for Marvel fans, um, this week, just because, uh, Disney had their investor day, which yeah. was like their San Diego comic-con moment. Cause yeah. everybody from all the, uh, The different factions came out and presented what they're going to work on for the next couple of years. And the Marvel slate looks amazing. The Lucasfilm stuff looks amazing. I'm not convinced about another Indiana Jones film, but uh, sure, why not? If Harrison wants to do it, who's to stop him but him? So, okay. (laughs) What made me sad after all that is it's the difference in how Disney looks at the properties that they own And how AT&T looks at the properties that they own.
3: Well, I I don't think Disney.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Disney has given these people the vision, go forward, create, 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 because it makes money. And AT&T's philosophy is we're not creative. We just want profit. And I think that's a a sadness for DC fans and uh, obviously a boon for Marvel fans. And I know we've had great stuff. Don't get me wrong; the TV stuff has been great from DC. Absolutely. The movies have been hit or miss. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But the movies could have like one guiding force behind them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I I always felt I I, I knew I knew we were in trouble there when they were like. Our big flagship for uh, for uh, the DC stuff on uh, HBO Max is going to be the Snyder Cut, and it's like, oh fuck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like really, really. I didn't want to see it then.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Marvel announced that Patty Jenkins is directing for them.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: And Marvel announced that yeah, and (laughs) Marvel also announced that James Gunn is coming back to Disney to do more. Marvel stuff. I think he's doing Guardians Well, we
5: we knew he was doing he's Guardians 3. Yeah. That was actually yeah. announced a while back yeah. when he got brought back. Uh, he's just, he's, you know, he he got the Squadron, uh, Squadron Supreme, what am I saying? Uh, suicide, <laughs> suicide Squad gig in between when he was fired, you know but what? then they brought him back. I am
2: fine with James Gunn doing a Squadron Supreme movie. You know, that would be, would be pretty be the great. The Justice League that we need. There you go, there you go,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> the, uh, what, and what Gunn has said is that he's going to film, um, Guardians Volume Three, and then basically follow it up with the Guardians Holiday Special. I project. know,
2: I can't wait. Yeah. So,
1: so it's going to be the, you know, basically <laughs> all filmed at the same time or back to back. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, who knows when it'll be aired? Though probably not for another couple saying, of years. They're saying
0: Christmas 2022.
5: Guardians like, oh, Guardians Holiday Special is supposed to be a lead-in to Guardians Volume Three. Ah, I see. I, okay. you know, the, the news that came out. And yes, it's holiday 2020 or 2022. 2022. 2022.
3: Okay.
0: So,
2: yeah, everyone out there, just pay attention because that's pretty much going to be probably our Christmas special that year.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Which Same. we're doing ours this year, next week. Next week,
0: yeah.
6: Wasn't there mentioned that um, when Guardians was so successful, when it first came out, that DC were looking at um, a Legion movie? Wasn't yeah. that a property they were looking at exploring? Yeah, that, that was
2: Rumor Mill. Yeah. For yeah. a while, and they're always looking at, ooh, what can we do with this property? What can we do with that? Pro-? I think Legion would work better as a TV property, just because I think you get a lot more at-home sci-fi fans, and I the sci-fi a... soap opera nature of these superheroes in their successful runs has always been those three things, and you can build more characterization in the long haul over time in a TV show versus a movie. Now, would I love to see Legion as a movie? Hell yes, of course I would. But I I just think TV is the better format. You just
0: have to focus,
2: basically. And and
1: look what what DC and Warner have been able to do on the CW with their TV shows, Arrow and Flash. Absolutely. And, I mean, that's the kind of expanded storytelling (laughs) that we need to fit enough people to make it a Legion.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and I mean, it would be kind of, it would, it would end up being sort of a, uh, here's the core team and there, and uh-huh. we see other people show up from time to time. Um, because, you know, having a, uh, a cast of, of 30 regulars is prohibitive.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, it's a little crazy. Yeah,
6: Absolutely. But anyway, I reckon I- that's a good segue to the issue because I think in this issue we're going to see not just a team of thirty heroes, but two teams of thirty heroes. So
2: yeah, yeah, there's a uh, lot you know, of
6: they were doing it all back in '93.
0: There's a
2: lot of heroing going on in this issue.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, you should you should start taking us through this, sir.
6: Okay, I right, well, So, Legion of Superheroes number forty-one, introducing the and I'm looking at the cover and. There are five heroes who we haven't really seen before. Inferno, Catspaw, Andromeda, Livewire and Triad. And a couple that we do know, Cosmic Boy and Ultra Boy. What is going on here? Introducing the Legionnaires. And on the cover, we've got um, Andromeda front and centre. And then down the left, we've got Inferno, Catspaw and Cosmic Boy all showing their powers. And on the right, we've got Livewire, Triad, and Ultra Boy also showing their powers. And yes, Triad, she is splitting into three, following mm-hmm. up from your discussion yeah. last week. Yes. Well, that, and that
2: gets fixed in
6: this issue, yep. It sure does. And Michael, maybe you can help me here. It says in the credits on the cover um, Sprouse and Story, After Swan and Klein. What Great. issue do you reckon that refers to, Michael?
1: All right, so I was going to make that a stump the subs. To see uh, <laughs> who, who else, who else knew that? Does anybody else know it?
5: I'm Do sorry, you know I wasn't. Was, wait, 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 I, I wasn't was listening. listening. <laughs> you were talking.
1: Uh, so
4: <laughs> I know the cover, cover. I just don't know the number.
2: Adventure cover, 300.
5: Oh, what cover does this represent? Yeah, it's 300, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it and
2: is. And LSH 301 too. So it's it's an homage,
1: homage to. It's an homage to Adventure 300, um, which itself was an homage to Superman Annual 2 right. from 1960, two years ago. And it was later homaged, as we said, on uh, Volume 2, Number 301. Uh, we most recently saw it on the cover of issue 24, The Quiet Darkness, Part 4. Um, and then we'll see it again um, uh, a couple of the uh, in the reboot. And then uh, a couple times in the uh, retro boot. But what's really interesting is that the characters on the cover of, of Adventure 300, um, on the left-hand side, it is Cosmic Boy, Saturn Girl. Sorry, Sun Boy, Saturn Girl, and Cosmic Boy on the left. Superboy flying over the Legion headquarters in the middle, mm-hmm. and on the right uh-huh. side, oh. it's Lightning Lad, Triplicate Girl, and Monel.
6: Great homage.
1: So so it's not Mm -hmm. just an homage to the format, but an homage to using the characters as well. That's fantastic.
5: I love that. That's awesome.
1: I just want to say, I I just want to say,
5: this is my favorite look for Laurel. I love this costume a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
5: Yeah, it's much better than than the
2: girl Monel costume, for sure. Definitely.
5: Absolutely. Well, actually, and, you know what? It's almost the other way around because the star pattern thing started with her, and then Monel got it later with the star right. stuff. Yep.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, good when point. When, point. He, when he was L.
5: Right back with in the Legion period. Yeah, the reboot. The
1: reboot. Yeah. The reboot, yeah. I liked what you did that. Monel.
5: M M L.
2: Speaking Daxamite is is very akin to speaking Klingon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. And one thing before we go on, one thing that I didn't realize until I was researching this issue was that the uh, the new costumes they make their first appearance here, oh. but they actually first appeared about a year and a half ago in in comic book publishing time in the uh, February '92 issue of Who's Who in the DC Universe. Um, and that was oh, so was only years serious. ago. Yeah, the Loose Leaf one, this this was, this was issue came out January 19th, 93, so it was uh, it was a year before. Um, okay. And, and um, you'll recall that uh, when I read the It's Okay, I'm a Senator, Tom Bierbaum had mentioned that when the Legionnaires' book first came about, they originally wanted to do a retelling of the new Glorithverse history. Or, or the Legion history f- uh, from the Glorithverse, right? And so, in that Who's Who, the the cover caption or the the caption on the page says uh, "Legion of Superheroes: The Beginning," and it was going to be a flashback. Um, and that episode or that issue talks about the um, the tr- team's traditional origin while folding in the five years later. Glorith Derlin Brand Valor Retcons. So that was that was over a year before this issue came out. Hmm. And
0: so at the time so at the time well at the time then they did have um, SW6 out there. hmm
3: That's
0: interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, but
1: the, and and as we'll find out next week, Tom uh you know they weren't sure exactly what they were going to do with this new book right. it was it started out being a flashback and then the legionnaires got it mm-hmm. um but i guess they were going to redesign the costumes for the retcon version of the uh um you know the, the series yeah The 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 verse version was going to have the kids in in their new costumes mm.
3: cool yeah uh-huh and, kind of
1: yeah, and I think sides. it's it, it's good to see the pouches are back. Um, we
6: haven't seen them since um, the Magic Wars, so they're back. <laughs> it's still the '90s. <laughs> and um, and Legion belts are back too. Yes. So it's 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 really going back. But uh, certainly seeing the Legion L very prominently now from now on. Absolutely. Um, it's also good to notice that um, the clubhouse is back. And and you were right. Fortress Last Lad. issue that was Fortress Lad being reconstructed. Um, So, yeah, it appears under Andromeda in the centre. I did think it looked a bit ominous having three Legionnaires standing on top of it. That was a bit reminiscent of um, the loss of Karate Kid and Projectra Mm. in that explosion. Mm. Okay, let's get going. Let's jump in. So, uh, page one. And troubled times continue for the 94 link cities that have survived the destruction of Earth. This massive space station, this new Earth, faces disease shortages... Internal unrest, the troubles of 50 million people, and they all rest on the shoulders of one man. And there's a picture of um, the domes uh, floating in space. And that one man, new Earth president, Jacques Foucault. And, and Cam says, come on, Jacques, this break will do you good. Yes, yes, Cam, you're quite right. This job is killing me. I've done nothing to relax and with. And Troy Stewart from the, from behind them as they're playing some sort of racquetball or squash type game. Ah, Jacques. Cam replies, hey, we all need to relax. I need to relax. Like you wouldn't believe. Troy butts in and he's got some floating hollows in front of him saying late, urgent, top priority. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Jacques. Each of these requires an immediate signature. Jacques replies, ah, Cam, I only wish I were in your shoes. Back with the Legion, yes, those were the days, and it appears to be. I think it's Cos playing with them
1: as well. Yep, yep, it's yep. Cos playing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's that like such a great. Oh, in. that was such yes. a dad <laughs> <laughs> fun,
6: such
2: Fantastic. a dad. I love it. I love that it. That deserves a drink, Absolutely. Don't, don't you think?
6: Yeah, take
1: a drink, yeah, yeah, All right.
2: take <laughs> a, drink. a drink on that one. It was good.
6: Okay, Cam replies. Nice shot. Nah, the grass isn't always greener, Jacques. The Legion today can be a little frustrating. I mean, uh, I see those SW6 kids, the code names, the uniforms, the fun. That's what the Legion really means to me. <laughs> the hazing. I love I love in this scene that the, that um, Cam is sweating and wearing a, a sweatband around his head as he's playing. Let's get
3: physical, physical.
6: Yeah, it's, it's very 90s. Yeah. Yeah, coz replies hey you know guys neither of you has to do anything you don't want to do Mm, bit of foreshadowing there troy replies rocks right if you're so unhappy stop complaining and do something about it the ball flies past them whoops my point says coz guys guys and cam and (laughs) dark are just staring at each other i love eminence faces on this page yeah yeah and it's like a penny has just dropped and Cam, Cam says to um, Jacques, he's right. You could take my slot with the Legion if you're available. And Jacques replies, I'm certain I can be, as they shake. Great. Then it's a deal. <laughs> I feel more relaxed already, says Cam, although he's still sweating profusely. <laughs> and Troy, Troy looks up from his hollow screens. Huh? What? What's all this supposed to mean? Jacques, Jacques replies, it means congratulations, President Stewart. You are now in charge what says Troy they're not serious and Coz replies uh uh I wouldn't bet on that <laughs> and the game is over and I think Jacques game as president might also be over <laughs> mm. so the next scene uh we're inside well, let's Odyssey. not forget
2: they were yeah. barely play. didn't they just walk onto the court and Cam's like sweating yeah. buckets here <laughs> yeah
1: hey was- Durland no they didn't just walk on okay Oh
2: yeah, I guess they did. I, I, I thought it's like, come on, Jacques, let's go play this game. I mean,
6: I think I think they've been playing in Troy's. Oh, up okay, with them.
2: gotcha. It's a, it's an interview. Maybe that's just kind of funny.
6: <laughs> okay, so we've now got a, a, an image of it looks very um, Giffen-esque. Actually, this this image of a building, um, the Science Police Earth Headquarters. And as newly appointed chief, it will be my goal, my mandate, to restore public confidence in science police earth. And there's a science police officer sitting at a computer and he's got shocking red hair. And he looks up from the screen towards um, someone in a green cape. Sounds like you've got your work cut out for you. He looks up. Huh, Jan. And it's Jan Arra. Wow, it's good to see you, Jan. Boy, I've missed you. Me too, Sean. Me too. And so I'm guessing here it's it's Sean Aaron. It um, is. Indeed. And he's now uh, newly appointed chief. So how does it feel to have finally made it chief? Sean leans back on the desk. Like I've gotten myself in awfully deep, actually, Jen says. I hope the troops don't mind. A chief they used to know as Siobhan. Well, that is a problem in some quarters. There's Sean, but I'll handle it. So, how are you doing, Jan? All right, though so it's been a little rough, Sean, as you know, going it alone. It's always a little rough. Uh, and I, I, love the, I love the I love the Jan's face here. here.
2: Yeah, Jan's face is is very scrunched up here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But yep. I, I want you to all realize the symbology that we've been given yeah. by the artist. Because Jan is gripping his staff with two hands and staring at it.
6: Absolutely, and I think I think Jan's face looks like I want to get out of here. This is too hard. Mm-hmm. I think I think it, he's hinting very strongly here that it's um, he's feeling lonely. And um, but I, I he really can't love the way that line again. Is yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think you know, as we'll see later in the issue, I think Sean is not interested in crossing the line. He's he's nope. found his place. Yep.
2: They have moved on so yeah. to speak yeah absolutely so.
6: absolutely so we we head over to legion temporary headquarters new earth and um, obviously i don't know if this means they've dropped talus at this point
2: no talus, we exists talus as talus well i
6: okay.
2: think i think talus is always or is out there also
1: yeah this is basically it's the the legion headquarters on earth versus the legion headquarters on talus or
6: sorry, new no yep. Right. And we've got three of the older um, Legion members sitting in the headquarters. So that's 13 active members, correct? Gee, Jacques, I guess I'm not sure if I really ever counted them before. <laughs> I think that's COS. I think it's meant to be yeah. COS. Yeah. And Jacques, Jacques questions, you never? Are okay, well. And so he lists them Brita, Kono, Anan, Janara, Bounty. Dawnstar, injured. Reap Camdagle resigned. Sorry, I just have a drink. Salu Digby, by Digby. Actually, can I get someone just to take yeah, over yeah, sure, one? Sure, sure, <laughs> Salu
0: by Digby. Uh, Brainiac 5, Quirrell Docs. Jacques Foucault. Uh Laurel Gand. Tenzelcam. Rockkrin. Jonah. Mycenal. On leave. Uh, Devlin Orion. Aylorans, Celeste, Rockfish and Richard Kent, Shakespeare.
2: It's nice for, to put them in alphabetical order for a minute, isn't it? It's <laughs> so, okay. okay.
1: This is the most organized the
2: teams ever been, this one panel.
1: Yeah. Alphabetical order by last name too. That's Yeah. People usually do it by first name. Mm-hmm. But also notice that almost nobody has a code name there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kono, yeah, it's more the ones Cam where where they Rainey. actually call them that in conversation.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, you know they usually call uh, Kono Kono, right? And uh, and usually it's brainy, and uh, usually uh, it, yeah, and it's interesting. Cam
1: and bye. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, and I think it's it's interesting because this book, the Legion book, is not apologizing for that fact. Nope. I think nope. as we as we as we move on to meeting the legionnaire, yes. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it really clear that they've got code names. Yeah. yeah
2: I, so, I, I, uh, I just think that they, they should have put rock cause Kryn, or something. They missed out on that one. Cause they frequently call him cause.
6: Yeah. the book, So yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, I think it's, um, Jack saying, perhaps it's time for some new members such as, and, um, oh, it's actually, I think it's Matter to land. Yeah, I don't I think it is. It is Cause. Yeah. yeah I, he's I he's got
5: a tooth on his arm. Yeah.
6: So Matarito Ladd says, well, how about the Bimbino Twins? Jacques says, I was thinking of my sister Danielle. She is quite talented. So the Bimbino Twins, says Matarito (laughs) Ladd. Ahem, Jacques. And the subs, they've become a brilliant team. Well, so have the... (laughs) And Rock rock interrupts. Uh, The subs, does that include Sade? You know, she might be a little interesting in the Legion. And Jacques says, uh, that is true. She is a bit of a loose cannon. And a smooth operator. Hey, so uh, yeah. the. Oh, I, I think we're talking about the Bimbino twins. I think we too. Are.
3: Yeah.
6: <laughs> uh, so, so nearby, uh, this is just a, a street scene. Now, wait a minute, Brainy. Uh, you're saying we weren't kept in stasis for 17 years, that the dominators just hatched us? I'm saying they might have been hatched. We might have been hatched. Or. And this is the uh, younger Brainy speaking, or perhaps the older Legion was. And uh, a couple walking across the bridge uh, next to Invisible Kid and Brainy, and uh, the, the lady yells out, Lyle! And uh, Invisible Kid, the younger Invisible Kid, looks up, Huh? Who the heck? And then the man um, says, Oh my god, it's him. It, it's really Lyle. And the, and the man, he's wearing glasses. He says, we've been trying to contact you. We, and the lady says, oh, my God, Lyle, who are? And then we get a close-up on Invisible Kid's face. Sweet Lord, mum Dad, but you've changed. You're so, so, Brainy suggests, old.
0: Because <laughs> Brainy ever the paragon of uh, tact. <laughs> no tact whatsoever. Staying Either obvious. of
2: the brainies.
6: And Invisible Kid says, my gosh, it's really you. And his mother says, Sniff, hold me, son. Oh, mom, dad, it's really you. So
0: how long and, uh, at this stage had uh, had um, original Lyle been dead?
1: So Glad you asked that. Nah. I have that <laughs> Someone I looked have up
0: that, that answer.
1: <laughs> since I already looked it up. Um, so using the source book compressed timeline, right. uh, Lyle, Lyle was killed in June 2981, so it's been 14 years since his parents last saw him. But for Lyle, he was cloned in 2978. So his parents are 17 years older than he remembers them. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Uh-huh. I love uh, amazing I love they that go scene. off the planet. I, was, I, I, just, I just really loved, like, you know, that, that again, it's the kind of scene that only only this book could do. And, uh, you know, where you've had these these members that... that uh, that have died and I mean, and they're young, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I love that. I,
6: that scene yeah. is fantastic. It's great. Okay. We, we crossed to elsewhere and it's it seems to be like a bit of a junkyard or something. And um, cause and Jack are walking across to the subs and cause says, so the subs are knocking off for the day. And I think it's color kid replies, "Jacques, rock. Hi guys. And Fire Lad says, yes, Shark. knocking off after a very long day with many more to come if we're ever going to get this world back into shape. But we hear you've signed on with the Legion, Jacques. Man, congratulations, man. Great move. And um, Jacques uh, says to, to Fire Lad, thank you, Stack. And um, I noticed that Stack's got his hand on Jacques' shoulder there, Um I think he's, he's the, the genuine connection they had in the underground um, is obviously showing through there. There's a real level of care. Uh, Jacques says, that's why we're here. In fact, we believe you subs would make a fine addition to the team as well. And Stack says, us? Hmm. You do realise Chade Sh- would, would be, wouldn't be part of the deal. She's taken off too much publicity. Cos says, oh, well. We could live with that," says Jack. <laughs> sure, says Cos. I'm wondering where Night Girl is in all of Cos's thinking right at this moment. But anyway, yeah. um, Stack says, "Still, I don't know. We'll need to. We'll need some time to think about this. I'm not sure what's really next for this team. And I really love this scene because I think it says a lot about the subs growing up." And, um, Absolutely. you know, they were always so keen to get into the Legion and they're kind of like, yeah, we'll think about it. You know, and, we've got and, our own thing happening.
0: And I mean, I, I guess part of it is also, you know, like, like, remember Stoneboy was offered the, uh, the chance to join the team mm-hmm. and, um, and, and turned it down because, you know, and so he had got there, but, but, you know, that always, this feels to me kind of the, uh, the conclusion to that, where where, yeah. where you know now it's like well we could all go but we're going to think about it because yeah. we've had our own thing for a long time now.
2: Yeah, mm. would they even function well in this group? Yeah, you know they. Right. they it didn't, their it didn't go so squad. well for
1: Polar Boy.
6: Yeah, right. Yeah, it really yeah. didn't. Polar Boy did. did not have such a great time. This
0: is a very good point. <laughs>
6: So uh, we cross to another scene, and we're in a sort of a dark—it's all looking very much like the lower levels of—what's um, uh, the planet in Star Wars? Coruscant? Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of dark and gloomy. Well, um,
5: all, the, all, the, all the islands are made up of chunks of cities that flew into space, so mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense that yeah. everything's urban.
1: What, to, what does it say in Interlac there, Darren. Um, um,
2: the last three letters on the uh, top line is E R D, and then underneath it, it says club. So I'm guessing some kind of a disco club.
1: Because
2: uh, nerd- um, we we have a vaguely Japanese esque symbol on the other
0: right, yeah.
2: um, Building. So I don't know if this is like some part of Tokyo or something that survived everything or what, but you know.
1: So maybe it's the nerd club
2: nerd club but (laughs) but there's other things over there so it's not just that I don't think
6: yeah so uh, think about it what's there to think about says um, Jacques Um, hey give them time Jacques if it's meant to happen it'll happen so your sister lives here says Cos Ah, there she is now with a friend it appears well how about Friday night says the friend and Danielle says (laughs) Busy, and Cos uh, says Danielle, little sister says Jacques, and Danielle says Jacques, what brings you here? And uh, this the, the the girl, the guy that's following Danielle. He's got very pale blue hair. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Cos, InvisiKid, Kid, great to see your pals. Uh, you remember me, Crystal Kid? Apparently and, not. Um, <laughs> and he Jacques was a
2: legionnaire. He
6: was a Legionnaire. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, and he did was they also serve the, together uh, in
1: that version of the legion. Did what?
6: Did they serve together? Because that was um uh, sort of pre Black Dawn Legion, wasn't I, it? I,
2: I don't know if he served with Jacques. I think Cos was already gone at this point. But I, I get the impression Crystal Kid joined, and then the Legion quickly fell apart afterwards.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically.
5: But yeah, he's um, probably one of the ones that Polar Boy roped in right at the very end.
2: Probably.
1: Yeah. yeah. Also, remember he was the one who, um, uh, who was with, Cat's Paw and Dragon Mage and Computo, when they were rescued from the Weissinger Chambers. Right.
6: Yeah. Back. In, yeah. In issue thirty-three. Yeah. So I was. Yeah. It was kind of. It's always suggesting he's been following her around since then. Uh, Which Jacking that's gotta be annoying. Air. Yeah, well, it's she's clearly... Also, not Crystal kid, kid
2: looks, like, significantly older than everybody <laughs> in this
5: scene. Yeah, that's what happens when your hair silver.
1: Mm-hmm. So Maybe. Crystal Kid joined in uh, 2991, uh, off-panel that we never actually saw, mm-hmm. um, right after uh, Phantom Girl was apparently killed Oh. And shrink, Shrinking Violet resigned to serve in the Imskian Army. And so he was with them from uh, May of 2991 up until um, uh, when it, he resigned in 29, um, ninety Well, sorry. He was a member from May 28th to August 17th, mm-hmm. 2991. So three months. Mm-hmm. And then he resigned in the wake of Black Dawn along with yeah. everybody else. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, okay, so I'm going back and I just checked issue 28 when uh, when um, Sunboy is reminiscing about his time in the Legion right. and Crystal Kid is in that flashback when he's like, all the members of the Legion are like standing behind him, like yep. giving them excuses about why they're leaving. Right. Crystal oh. Kid's there. Oh, okay. So I guess he was part of uh, uh, Sunboy's... Leadership period. Correct.
2: Wow. Apparently, didn't uh, leave a good impression on Jacques. I mean, clearly, because they were in the Legion together then.
1: Um. Yeah. So he, uh, Invisible Kid Two, Jacques, didn't resign until June of ninety-two.
6: Yeah. Interesting. So anyway. Jacques ignores him totally. Right, Daniel, we were hoping you would join us in the Legion. Daniel says, me in the Legion? Wow. And uh, Crystal Kid says, hey, lucky you found us together so that you could ask us at the same time. Daniel crosses her arms. Hmm, let me think about it, okay. And uh, I'm not sure if it's Koz or um, Jacques, sure. If that's what you wish. Jacques says, think about it. What is all this thinking? (laughs) puts his arms puts his arms up in the the air cool I'll think about it too I'll get back to you I'll let you know right away and they just keep walking away from him that's just
2: sad just
6: no (laughs) he had his chance and he blew it Uh, Legion temporary headquarters infirmary so the older brainy is standing inside the infirmary with his arms behind his back looking at uh, Dawnstar who's lying in a hospital bed we need to know what you experienced, Brainy. We need to know what the bounty entity did to you, how it possessed you, where it might be now. Can you assist us with this Dawnstar? And I think this next panel is great imminent art. There's a yeah. there's a jug beside the bed, and you can see Brainy's um, shadowy reflection in the jug. And uh, Dawnstar's just looking upwards towards the jug, Um Kind of motionless and, yeah. and sort of vacant looking. I think it's great. And you can see the little um tattoo that she had as bounty just sitting on the bottom of her chin. Yeah. It's, I think his attention to detail here is amazing. Um Rainy lifts up the lid on her on her meal, which she hasn't eaten, and says, I uh I realize you're traumatized. This has been hellish for you, certainly. But I can't help you through it if you won't talk to me. She just keeps staring towards the jug. Hmm brainy starts writing on a hollow pad and the younger brainy comes in um are you more or less finished in there more or less says the older brainy then the younger brainy says then perhaps it's time we address the big question and the two of them um exit the infirmary into what looks like a big meeting room uh, the big question says the older brainy which legion is real which is a genetic duplication. And as they come into the room, we can see lots of the SW six legionnaires in costume, um, crowded around invisible kid who's saying, I mean it hit me all at once. I lost all seventeen I'd lost seventeen years of my parents' lives. In a sense, you know, if I'm actually the real Lyle Norg and triplica girl says, But Lyle, we have to be the real ones. Well, I shouldn't call her triplica girl quite yet. Nope, not yet. Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> Brainy, the two brainies walk up towards them and um, Lornu says, I mean I'm duo damsel, not triplicate girl. if I'm a clone I should have all three of my bodies right And brainy the younger brainy says I believe you do Lornu you simply haven't known to materialize the third body. you're kidding says Lornu. no says the younger brainy no, go ahead and attempt it. okay here goes nothing says Lornu and she splits into into three uh, three identical copies in their old uniform and the younger brainy uh, Coz says the younger cause says, this is really, really hard to work it out. It says yeah. a lot about where this book's going, right? It's like older, younger, older, younger. Well, um,
1: they're all, they're all younger from this point out.
6: Yeah. Thank goodness. So, um, the younger cause says brainy was right. And uh, the younger brainy says naturally, uh, <laughs> young, young cause says there's three of them. And, uh, the the two duo damsel bodies say to say to the triplicate, um, she's back. Sacred Trinity, my third body is back. Invisible Kid says, Whoa. Whoa. Whoa!
1: Uh, okay. So we I think collectively the group thinks that they had seen her split into three before. Since she yeah. came back as SW six.
2: Nope. She's only split into two.
1: No, I I know that, but mm-hmm. but I thought that uh in the last couple of weeks when we've discussed it people said oh yeah i remember she's done that where she's split into three
0: i, I think they were very confused about that last week um i
5: think they were remembering the future
0: that's, no no you're, you're right you're, you're right though that, that's that is the whole the thing. podcast job it, is is the <laughs> the thing is like did we see that already or did we see that when we read issue 41 ages ago and that, that
5: sounds likely yeah. Know, yeah um
0: but, um, but no, we had
2: not seen it up till this point. She was do a damsel. Yep.
0: Yeah, we have we have we have feedback that uh, that says I don't understand why you guys had that whole issue. So we'll get to that. when We get to feedback. <laughs> we have many. <laughs> yeah, so many. Many
2: issues. Many issues. Subscriptions all, all, all stacked up, <laughs>
3: <laughs> waiting
2: to be <laughs> written.
6: Don't worry, the future will be rewritten again anyway. So exactly. I know don't worry. It. <laughs> So um, Invisible Kid, the younger one, says, then we're just genetic copies. Triple Girl says, I can't believe it. Older Brainy says, not necessarily. Perhaps the Dominion used known science to restore Lunu's third body. Thus, the older Lornu could be the genetic construct.
1: Now, I got, a, I got an
6: issue. Up. Yeah, go on.
1: I, I got an issue here. So if there is known science that could have restored Lorano's third body. Why didn't they ever do it before?
2: Well, I think they're talking about the Dominion's Eth- known science. Ethics, not, not what they would be able to do.
0: Yeah, it, is,
2: is my is my understanding of what Brani is saying there. But yeah, it's a confusing statement for Perhaps
0: sure. Perhaps the Dominion used known science to restore. Yeah, them. I yeah. I, I think he's also maybe. I don't know. That seems kind of grasping me at straws, doesn't
5: it? Well, there's there's one explanation that that comes to mind. So let's say let's say wait, no, that doesn't make sense because it's still unclear like who, who's the clone and who's been held in stasis which, which is which. Right. It's maybe they did clone Duo Damsel, Triplet Girl, rather from triple G Girl DNA. Mm. Took the clone from one, put it to the other. Because one's still got to be a duo damsel, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So maybe they made the clone, took one from one, somehow grafted it to the other. I don't know. That sounds more convoluted now that I say it out loud.
6: (laughs) Convoluted, this storyline? Never. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. That's saying I, I, something. Think, I think
6: Lightning Lad's face here says it all. It's what we're all feeling. He throws his hands up in the air and says, so after all this time, you still don't know which Legion is real? And older Brady says, which is the genetic original? No, we don't. The evidence remains inconclusive. But we do know one thing. Your Legion, real or not, has no place in the past. There's no break in history, no known opening in which you could reinsert yourself safely. And younger Invisible Kid says, "Then where do we go, Brainy? What do we do?" And I love, I love this image here. So older Cam leans over the balcony. Well, Lyle, I think I might have a suggestion for you. And he's wearing his Legion jacket yeah. from. Um, mm-hmm.
2: And I it mean makes sense; see. it would be Cam because that's what Brand did yes. to the original yes. Legion. So <laughs> you
6: know, it works. It's awesome so um then there's a there's a darkened room and it says later and totally in the pitch black and there's two, two different color word villains here one orange and one pink and white so the Wait, orange is one roxas says, back <laughs> mm, dear god
2: that's what i thought when i read this i'm like fuck this i was like and we are it not sure, dealing sure with that, like it, that's it. that 30th century joker again come on 30th
6: century yeah. joker And the the art has changed on this page. It is now Chris Sprouse. And um, it's interesting. We've got a nine-panel grid on this page too. So it is a bit reminiscent of Roxas. So the orange voice says, yeah, yeah, it's jammed. And the pink and white voice says, I told you it was jammed. And the orange one says, we'll have to do it manually. Come on. Okay, now. And then a a hatch seems to be removed. And uh, we can see some light coming in from outside. there we go. Got it. Okay, and then uh, um, a white, uh, white voice, which is, seems to be Cam's silhouette, says, okay, let's see what we can see. And it uh, looks like an afro behind him with the, the pink and white voice. Hmm, not much. And then we've got uh, Cam saying, can you get me some lights, Danielle? And Danielle says, I'll get you your lights. Hold on. And they're still in silhouette. Um, Danielle says, hmm, corrosion, feeling stiff, atrophied. And then Cam says, ask it how its mother's doing. <laughs> shush. And interestingly here, um, Danielle's voice changes back to a regular word balloon when she says shush, mm-hmm. and then she goes back to pink and white voice. Uh, here, this way, follow these circuits. Hey, you got something good. Energy pulsing again. Yes, yes. Now this switch. And she's she's also switching between her voices. Mm-hmm. This should do it a regular voice and I'm, I'm guessing here she's talking to the technologies exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. they would later use this okay. in uh, the series X Machina they, they would do a similar thing when he was talking to machines and, um, and and wouldn't surprise me if they kind of drew that a bit
6: yeah and she's she's obviously sort of in some sort of computer panel or something here bingo says Cam good work kid Phew, will you look at this place and daniel says yeah what a cam says beautiful sight and daniel says you? and cam uh, daniel says man it's just like i remember it
3: that's i actually wonder
6: that's meant to be cam isn't it yeah. i think that's an error that balloon So was then it? We, wasn't
5: wasn't wasn't the uh, headquarters last the subs
1: headquarters yes yeah but, yes. but he still remembers it from when he was uh, from when it was legion headquarters
5: Right. Yeah. And I guess it's what, in a
1: dump?
2: Well, I mean, everything shifted in in uh, transport. That
5: basically. makes sense. Context may have Context
3: shifted. But...
2: Yeah, it's fragile, okay?
0: <laughs> oh, it's from Italy.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I did okay, like fancy. how uh, Computo's uh, word balloons look like kind of sort of the Computo word balloons that she had back in the Legion annual.
6: Yes.
0: Yes. Totally. Yeah. Good
6: point. Good, good call. That's awesome. So we, um, going to the next page, we've got a a long sort of distant shot of the, the clubhouse sort of not looking quite so beautiful, looking rather destroyed and sort of sitting in amongst some rubble. And, um, yeah, I just think Sprouse's art in this panel is amazing. Like if you look at his backgrounds, um, you know, I think there's been some influence with Ryan Sook here. Um, that the, the buildings look amazing, but mm-hmm. there's also got those sort of round, rounded, mountain-like Giffen sort of style future buildings. So it's it's a nice interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, um,
1: I, I really like Sprouse's art in this issue. And I, I was thinking that you know he he makes the legionnaires look their age.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, um.
1: And, and you know they're definitely teenagers and not adults. And the last artist that I remember who really who I got that vibe from was Terry shoemaker when he was doing the uh, tales of the Legion that's what this feels like to me
6: absolutely so ultra boy fly ultra boy and um... Oh, God, I've, I've forgotten her name. It's not well, Amy yeah. at the moment. Laurel Gand are flying above the clubhouse. And um, Ultra Boy says, so what's the verdict, Cam? And these are all the younger characters. And Cam, older Cam, says, it's in even better shape than we could have dreamed. Right, Danielle? Danielle says, oh, right, absolutely. <laughs> and Ultra, uh, Ultra Boy um, looks to Laurel and says, OK, Laurel, ready to flex a few muscles? And young Laurel says, if that old heap can take it, how about it, Brainy? And young Brainy says, "Yes, yes, with Lightlass minimizing the structure's weight, the structure's weight, it should hold up." And we've got uh, Phantom Girl and Zhao Jin standing in the background. Mm-hmm. And again, Zhao Jin hasn't appeared since Legion Thirty Three, if I'm right, yeah. um, when he, he came out of the Wisemanja Chambers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Colossal Boy um, <laughs> lifts up the clubhouse with some help from Lightlass and Ultra Boy. Boy and Laurel, I think. And Brainy says, um, oh, Kosselboy says, okay, then everybody lift. And Brainy says, that's it, good. And Boy sort of watches um, as it flies up in the air. Okay, we got it. Got it. No sweat. And they sort of yeah, fly you- it up. Um, obviously taking po-
1: somewhere. Yeah. I want to point out in the in the big panel, everybody is watching the, uh, the headquarters construction <laughs> except for Sunboy and Cat's Paw.
2: Yeah. yeah, they're a little occupied. We'll, yeah. we'll see more that in a minute. And,
0: and, and some boys actually sunning himself, of all things. So. So. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Very funny. And um, so anyway, um, Lightlass pretty much seems to be carrying the Legion headquarters on her own. Um, as they lower it um, down into a hole in the city, As lots of onlookers watch watch on and um, some science police ships. And Invisible Kid says, all right, Lightlass, it's all yours. And Lightlass says, okay, I've got it. I can take it from here. And she guides it in. And Ferro Lad says, man, what a sight. And um, I love this line. Madarita Ladder says, yeah, thank God for short skirts. And um, <laughs> I imagine he's looking up at Laurel and Lightlass at that moment. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, because the Bambino twins aren't there, so.
0: Yeah, seriously.
6: (laughs) And I I don't know if Shrinking Violet's face here is shock at what he's just (coughs) said or whether she's amazed at the flying headquarters. (laughs) Uh, And Ultra Boy says, and touchdown. All right, someone says. And thunk. Cosmic Boy. And I'm not going to say young anymore because these are all the young Legionnaires. So Cosmic Boy says, fantastic. Satin Girl says, have you ever seen anything so beautiful in your life? And Danielle says um obviously not having. Uh, obviously not and and shortly later um element lad flying around the headquarters says that's the alloy we picked and colossal boy says looks good element lad but where's sun boy he's supposed to be helping us and laurel says well if i know dirk And then we pull back into the shadows and there is Dirk leaning against the wall. And leaning in front of him against the wall is uh, Cat Lady.
2: Okay, this is not a wall. This is a dark, seedy alley where you do business at the club at (laughs) two
3: AM. Okay.
6: And she's she's leaning back. She's got one leg out in front of her and the other one Uh sort of up on the wall, looking very seductive, her hands in her back pockets. And some boy says, Cats poise (laughs) it. Hmm. Says cat's paw, and is that purring? Says sunboy. Hmm. And are those claws? Says sunboy. Hmm. Wow. So like uh, kink. He, he's he's uh, going to say
2: kinky. kinky. I I, yeah, kinky. I raise yeah, I an right. eyebrow at a fifteen-year-old saying the word kinky, but <laughs> sure.
6: Yep. And then we just hear a scream, ah, oh! and, and flames coming out from behind <laughs> I the love wall.
3: The flames.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, so, so I have to interject here because there's this great uh, YouTube channel called Watts the Safe Word, W-A-T-T-S, the Safe Word. It's a great kink positive uh, video cast. Um, they would say that there were several things that they did wrong here. One, there was no safe word. Uh, there was no <laughs> consent on the use of claws or fireplay in this scene. <laughs> fireplay.
1: Well, I I don't think he knew that there was that a safe word would have been needed here. Uh,
2: again, talking to the person you're going to have relations with is important in getting consent for these acts to take place.
5: I just think D- Dirk's a coward. Well, there's that too. I think
2: Dirk yep. hasn't changed. Yeah. I think he's learned nothing <laughs> exactly.
6: from his older counterpart.
2: And that's really sad, considering he saw his downfall. So...
0: this, this time. this time.
2: I mean, he's also a 15-year-old boy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So exactly. there's
2: that, too. Yeah, the, 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 the,
0: yeah. Uh, the blood has shifted. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is not supplying Content the brain anymore. have shifted.
6: <laughs> so Phantom Girl sees the flames coming out from behind the wall and says, huh, what? And then sort of does her phasing through the wall and sees Sunboy checking out the scratches on his back. Oh, geez, what's the big idea? Says Sunboy. Catspaw says, you, "You, you don't like Catspaw's kneading."
1: <laughs> and and I love tinya has got her hand over her mouth, stifling a laugh. Yeah, yep. yeah,
6: it's great. She's <laughs> she's become the the new Kono of the group as well, phasing well, through Well, she's walls. also
2: the new Timberwolf. Of the group too, she fills that need.
0: Oh, uh, cat's fight!
2: She's yeah. the feral fighter. Yeah. So
6: yeah, wasn't that? Didn't didn't Lytle create a, a character that was sort of cat-like? That like they tiger never
2: used? girl or whatever, but I don't think she ever had a line. She
1: yeah, was she in was in that an LSH an fourteen. Oh, that, that one I, I thought you that that new, about
2: new mutants. No, 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 no. She was one of the. She had red skin and wore a lot of tiger. 'Cause DC's famous for this. Let's introduce a girl. Let's give her cat powers. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. You know, that's kind of a thing with DC for some reason. So or follow the bouncing panther head. So you know, um it's just a thing yeah. with DC.
6: Okay, so we cross to inside the headquarters soon soon after, and Danielle says, Damn, it's gonna short out. It's going to short out on us again. I told you this is hopeless. And Cam says, "It's not hopeless, is it, Brainy?" Brainy says, "Well." And Danielle says, "And to think I was considering turning Jacques down and sticking with you guys." Yeah. Cam says, "Well, hey, don't inconvenience yourself on our account." And Danielle says, "Don't worry, I won't." And and um, Brainy smirks. uh, the male-female
5: dynamic. This is weird. How old is Danielle?
2: Danielle's. Older, older than the rest of these kids because yeah. she was like what 10 or 11 when Computer took over her mind, something like that.
5: Something yeah, like isn't, that, isn't Cam like 40? Yeah,
2: but I'm guessing Danielle's like mid 20s at this point.
5: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she's older think,
6: than the sw 6
5: I guess Cam's probably like 28 or something. They're, they're, they're really
6: setting her up as a major character here, though. She's she's yes. had a lot of airtime. Well, issue. she's
5: basically the number two she's to just, Cam's being the old guy
0: right but we don't know that yet
5: yeah
6: okay so um violet says hey what's this and um, matter is holding what's up this? a machine with some sticks coming out of the top with some little um orbs on it and he says oh why do you see this baby run it's the legendary planetary chance machine we used to pick our legion leaders this way Whoever got bonked by a planet was it. <laughs> Cam says, Hey, good work, Brainiac 5. We got it. The power grid is stabilizing. Don't touch a thing. However, Matterita Land has already touched a thing and he's turned on the planetary chance machine, which is now going, bzzz, Yow! Whatever you do, and the lights go out. Don't touch a bzzit. And then there's a bonk and a bap, and a couple of voices saying, ow, ouch! Where all planets is he? Where's just that off? Off? <laughs> That's what you two needed, a common enemy. <laughs> uh,
1: so, Danielle was introduced in the Computo Annual uh, in 2983, so 12 years prior to this. So, if she was, say, 10 years old, then, you know, she's in her early 20s right now.
0: But does that go real-time? Which- what does what the, uh, the source this book is, say about when that happened?
1: No, that was 2983. And then this is 2995, so this is 12 years.
2: After that, we just don't know what her after, starting age yeah, was.
0: Yeah, well, it, was, it, right. it was around 10 or 12, something like
1: that. Yeah, 10, 11, so, 12, somewhere in there.
0: It was monster in the With, little girl's mind.
1: Yep. Right, so if this is 12 years later, then she's probably between 22 and 25, say.
6: Okay, so we continue nearby, inside the headquarters still. That's it. Nice and steady. Easy. How am I doing? And we can see um, Dragon Mage's powers um, repairing the, the walls, and they're going from quite old and crack-looking to almost brand new. And Invisible Kid says, very well, Jin. As you can see, it's a matter of concentration. And up up walks um, Violet. Uh, a triple girl, sorry. Wow, that looks great. You're doing that with magic? And um, Jin looks over at her. Oh, yes, it's an ability I was born with. And Triplica Girl says, "Man, you're going to be great on this team." And he blushes. Well, you know, I'll just try to play a part. Jin, Jin, concentrate! And whoosh. A take girl a drink. is talking to me.
5: Don't you hate it <laughs> when you go when it goes off too early? Whoosh. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> and um, Ultra, Ultra Boy looks looks back at a hole being blown out of the side of the headquarters and
5: uh, Jin says, oh geez." Uh, whoa, says
6: Invisible Kid jeez, I'm
5: sorry So what are Jin's powers described as? It must be like an element lad, chemical Sor- king sort of thing sorcery.
2: No, no, he's, he's magic,
5: magic. Oh, he's It's magic. not just transmutation or something? No, he's no.
2: magical He is their kinetics until they get kinetics
5: Oh, they have similar powers?
2: Well, I mean, uh, magical characters typically have... It's like Misa. They have ill-defined abilities.
5: So it's just ill-defined? Is that yeah. what's going on? So, so just,
2: writers can use them for whatever they want to.
5: Ill-defined yeah. blast. Got it.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. But it's not just it who's who. It's not just it's, blasting, though.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It says in Who's Who, Life as a engineer is a learning experience for the shy apprentice sorcerer. So I guess he's learning.
4: In, in the later one, they say... Uh, they give a little profiles later in the Legionnaire series, and they say he's an apprentice sorcerer. He wields mystical abilities that manifest themselves in dragon-like projections.
1: Well, there you go.
6: Okay, so uh, we cross to below Legion headquarters, and there's a couple of the Mark 594 starships, uh, the cruisers there. Uh, you know, a flashy name. Something sleek like Firebrand or Nova. Says, <laughs> Marvel's Take Warriors it. are going to be They're on the Taken. Floor. Taken. <laughs> says, says Sunboy.
1: Well, Firebrand, Lad, Firebrand, Firebrand is taken.
5: Firebrand is taken. The DC, yeah. Oh, yeah. Firebrand's, a D- Firebrand's a DC character, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah
6: all stuff. Yes. Yeah. And Lightning Lad says, yeah, new uniforms to match. And Saturn Girl says, new unit? Now hold on. We're Legionnaires, says Saturn Girl. Tradition matters. Our uniforms and codenames have always been perfectly fine in the past. Uh, and Sunboy says, uh, "Sorry." Lightning Lad says, "Fine." If you're a dweeb, and Sunboy says, "And don't mind being called dweeb lad." <laughs> hey, I could be Dynamo or Thunderbolt. And Lightning Lad says, "I know, Live Wire." And Saturn Girl says, "Live Year. Wire." Try this is Goose years before Wire.
2: Superman the Animated Series, by the way, yes, people. So. Yes.
6: Yep. Um, satin girl says, "Cam, you're not going to go along with this, are you?" Cam looks back and says, "Actually, satin girl, I think they've got a point. We're here to inspire today's youth, not their grandparents." I say we oh, go with you name. Oh, meta commentary on the. Fandom. I think this is oh. totally a meta commentary.
5: This whole scene, isn't it?
2: <laughs> so old. Cut us open, count the rings. <laughs> So not who, your
5: grand, um, not your grandparents' legion.
6: Eat it, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, we get some fist pumps from Lightning Lad and Sunboy. Yes, aha. Satin Girl just crosses her arms and says, "Hmm." Then up comes Danielle. Oh, Cam, there you are. It's all set. Everything's ready. Cam says, "Good, good." Then let Operation Retaliation begin. So we we um, see a, a corridor in the headquarters. Uh, attention, Tenzel, Cam. Tenzil, Cam, please report to Cam's office immediately. We have something for you. And we get the scene, um, the camera angle raises, and we see a bucket of green gloop sitting above the doorway. Mm -hmm. Attention, Tenzil, Cam. Cam crouches down waiting with Danielle in the shadows and um, expecting Tenzil to come through the door, and Tenzil appears from behind them instead of in front of them. Hey, uh, you guys wanted to see me?
2: There's that dumb luck power of Tenzil's.
6: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) cam looks back Huh? a tensile Uh, reception area to rip daggle cam the new president of earth and police chief have just arrived the what says cam and he runs off down the corridor we've sent them down to your office my office good god cam runs towards the doorway the president hurry says danielle and Matarita just looks puzzled mr president mr clang now what could that be all about and there's Danielle laughing. Ah ha ha, I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. Ah, ha, ha. And Cam is just standing there with a bucket of green glue over his head. Cam takes the bucket off. You think this is funny? You really think this is funny? And Danielle can't contain herself. Hysterical! Oh, Cam, now I understand why you need to be with these kids. There's just so much life and fun here. And Dan, um, Cam looks at her. You mean you might stay? Danielle says, well, How could I possibly leave you at the mercy of this crowd? And then soon after, we've got um, President Troy Stewart sitting at the table with um, Officer Sean Erin standing behind him. And Sean says, and we're very eager to work in concert with your group. Chief Aaron speaks for New EarthGov as well, says Troy Stewart. We expect great things of your organisation and we're prepared to provide considerable financing, Cam says. Excellent. Between you folks and brand in- brand industries, it looks like we might actually
5: break even on this thing. I, I like I There's like some- how he's I like how he's president, but he's still dressed like Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's so
6: tired
2: of shot first. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, or is that just, dragon
0: mage? <laughs> we're just talking about Tyrock. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Sweet Christmas.
6: <laughs> certainly Tyrek and Sean, Sean Aaron's characters have, have um, evolved in this. Yeah. In yes. this They're really showing the evolution. Uh, Element Lad says, uh, excuse me, sir, but do I know you? And he looks across at Sean and Sean says, ah, hum, uh, in a manner of speaking. And Element says, wait, wait a minute. You're that guy, the, the sick guy in the alley. Good memory, says Sean. But as you can see, I'm doing a little better these days. I guess you could say I've got a whole new life. But thank you, Jan, for being part of the old one. And I think, again, this kind of rounds a off hook the earlier scene, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a,
2: that's yeah like, that, that wraps up Sean's character development, Absolutely. for sure. Now, there's, just before we, move, there's,
0: there's, before we move on, uh, just uh, to clarify on Danielle's age. Um, so Jacques <laughs> was born in September of 2967, uh, they show a letter from Jacques to Danielle in the source book, um, saying that he's going to be going to her graduation in July of 2992. So if she's 18 at that point, um, then we can assume that she was born in 2974. So she would have been nine or ten when uh, when she came in all computer. Yeah, okay. yeah. got Okay. Yeah.
1: Got computer. Yeah. And Cam is uh, 38 years old at this point. There you go. But that's 38 human years. Who knows how Durland's work? Exactly.
6: (laughs) Yeah, good point. (laughs) So we crossed to Brand's asteroid, and uh, it's floating above a planet. You'll have to be a little patient with this, Cam. There's a lot of repair work to be done here. I mean, when the Earth blew, we almost went with it, just like everything else in the system. And you can see there's smoking smoking ruins of um, Brand Industries. And... um, I think it's Marla, is
2: it? Yep, that's Marla, yep. the oldest yep. man in Legion continuity.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the original chaperone. And Marla says, but fortunately our orbiters generally did their jobs. So Cam says, so the rest of the solar system has come out intact. And Marla says, well, Cam, damage is in the trillions. But we did hold loss of life to a minimum. Sounds a little bit like the pandemic, doesn't it? Uh, um, bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cam, Cam says, okay, Marla, you know those matters take top priority but I also need you to get on this Legionnaires thing right away. In particular, I have a few sketches for your design team to look at, and I need some results pronto.
1: Notice uh, Marla's got his little um, pin on his uh, collar.
0: Yes, yeah, like, just like on his uh, Ultra Boy-esque uniform in the right. angle one. Yeah. yeah, and it's red, of course,
6: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we cross to the plaza where the Legion headquarters has been placed, And it says, shortly, what are these, Cam? There's one for everybody. Take them back to your rooms and try them on. New costume time. And we see, very symbolically, we see Cosmic Boy putting on his belt. Mm. And Satin Girl pulling on her gloves. Not bad. And um, Lightning Lad adjusting his collar and putting on his ring. And uh, Lightning Lad's costume is looking very much like the Cochrane one here. And he says, not bad, not bad at all. And we pull back to see several of the new legionnaires, Pharaoh Lad, Ultra Boy, um, I should use their new names, Pharaoh, uh, Ultra Boy, Apparition, Gossamer, um, Livewire, Leviathan and Inferno. And Pharaoh says, what do you think, Ultra Boy? And Ultra Boy says, I think I could get used to it. And Gossamer says, well, it covers too much. But what are we going to do? <laughs> um, it's really you. She a <laughs> only covering her top half, though. Let's say. Yeah. Um, and lightning lad says, uh, "Lifewire says now this is how we always should address." And Leviathan says, "No, Ali, you look great, honest." And Inferno says, "You said it." Uh, Cosmic boy says, "Well, at least some of us got to keep our old code names." Saturn girl says, "Thank the rings." And Element lad picks up his new code name. Alchemist, gee, I kind of miss the old E. And uh, Triplicate Girl's picking up her new codename as well, and it says Triad. And Triplica Girl is now using um, a three-colour costume mm-hmm. with the purple, orange, white, uh, not quite Neapolitan, um, ice cream, but yeah,
3: yeah,
6: that's mm-hmm. quite close. And Invisible Kid, uh, now with a very giant and obvious eye on his chest, says, Ah, my force field belt is in good working order.
5: Image he Comics said, Lad.
6: I grab this, this seat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, Matter the Lad says, Now, Brainy, what have you told me about grabbing the seats?
2: I'm just glad someone finally put Shrinking Violet in purple. Violet, yeah. get it? Yeah, violet.
1: exactly.
5: Right? Yeah. <laughs> And, and she's shy. And I, get it? Get it?
1: Yeah, I get it. I forget who uh, who mentioned it when we were talking about the Mount Rushmore about uh, Chris Sp- Sprouse's costume design. Uh-huh. And basically, what we see here um, this directly influences the reboot. And then we see elements of these, no pun intended, alchemists. Bas- basically, <laughs> throughout the, in the in the three boot. And the retro boot, too. Yeah. You know, you've got the, the L symbol is the belt buckle, um, which is different than the old L symbol. Um, and, and you know, the color schemes work out for the, um, uh, you know, they carry over onto future versions as well. Mm-hmm. And was, I hadn't uh, really.
0: It was David yeah. Spofforth, by the way. Who okay, commented on that. He said, Uh, following on, I give you Chris, Chris Sprouse, the designer of the Legionnaires, uh, look during five years later that was retained for the reboot.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah.
5: It only took 30 odd years for Colossal Boy to get a good costume.
1: <laughs> yeah, you didn't like Green and Yellow Space Cowboy?
5: Uh, I mean, there's a classicness to it, but no, <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah.
6: In the, in the back issue interview, Tom McCraw, the colourist, said, the one thing I'm most proud of was convincing Michael Yuri to go forward with the Legionnaire's uniformed look. Chris Sprouse had done a great concept drawing of Cosmic Boy, Satin Girl and Lightning Lad in suits, all based off Garth's mid-torso white stripe. Yuri wasn't fully convinced, but I loved it. I went home and worked up colour sketches for the three founders, along with versions for Triplicate Girl, Vi, Invisible Kid, Ultra Boy and Brainiac 5. The striped... The striped theme, belt buckle, and pouches all screamed team.
5: Oh, I, you know, you know what? I've never God. really thought about the the stripe thing being a a linking motif of all these costumes. Yep, yep. Yeah. that is sort yeah. of what ties them all together.
0: It, it really does, you know. And it's it, there is no mistaking them as a team. Yet they all have something that, that makes them unique, and that's that's the Legion, right? Like, oh. you know.
1: It's, I, I... You look and it at picks the, up Cochrane's
6: design. It, it just shows how long that has lasted, right?
1: Yeah, like you look at you look at Apparition, who's white with a black stripe, and then uh, um, Cosmic Boy is kind of black with a lavender stripe, and Saturn Girl is pink with a white stripe. So yeah. different colors, yeah. but all visually similar.
0: Yeah, 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 it is. It is great
3: design for sure. Yep.
6: Yeah. If you, if you play the DC Universe Online game, this is one of the costume themes that you can actually mm-hmm. pick up. So oh, you okay. can pretty much rec- recreate most of these costumes on the game for your characters, nice. just changing the colors around. Yeah, nice, nice touch by DC. So Andromeda appears here, and, and clearly she's keeping the flying buttress theme going in this costume. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, her conversation she- with her older self seems to have informed her new look.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's just say her, um, her um, crotch is not quite so revealing with the um, dangling fabric. And she turns back to Cam and says, hey, Cam, great job. And Cam, Cam also in a new look with um, a yellow stripe with green sides, says, thank you, Laurel. Or should I say Andromeda? I guess we're all going to have to get used to the new code names. And we've also got some new members you'll want, it, you'll want to get to know. So for those of you who haven't been int- introduced... Uh, this is Danielle Fakar, computer. Danielle, uh, Danielle can talk with and control computers. And Danielle's sporting a red um, jacket, um, a bit similar to the old, um, the older Legion jackets, and a red and white costume. And then, and this is Zhao Jin, Dragon Mage. Jin is a very talented young sorcerer. And there's there's a bit more detail in in these next two costumes, or in all three of these actually. And I'd say that's because Sprouse created um, the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, or develop the characters, I guess. And so um, Dragon Mage has got a um, Chinese sort of dragon flying in a black centre um, of his costume with green sides. And and this is April Dumaka, cat's paw. Hi, guys, she says. And she's got a grey costume with a tiger stripe down the centre. She's got enhanced agility and night vision, and she's quite the predator. And, and then... Um, Lightning uh, Livewire says, hey, she can prey on me anytime. And um, (laughs) Inferno says, well, just make sure you bring along lots of Band-Aids and disinfectant. I ain't kidding, man. (laughs) And and Cam raises his eyebrows. So I hope you'll all accept these new teammates in the best Legion tradition. And we pull back and can see um, a Legion round table. I love this scene. Um, with float- floating chairs for each of the the There's just something and about
2: a superhero meeting table and the chairs with the logos on them. It, there's something about it. Yeah. It's, it's true, awesome. and I know it, but I love it. Love
6: it! Yeah, yeah. and we've got a, an inner circle and an outer circle here. And standing around the inner circle, we've got uh, Cam, Cosmic Boy, Satin Girl, Brainiac 5, Matarita Lad, Invisible Kid, Vi... Alchemist, Triad, Inferno, Gossamer, Leviathan and Livewire and Phantom Girl, Ultra Boy and Andromeda. Oh, is it um oh, apparition isn't it? Yeah. So yep. they're obviously the the inner circle and then we've got some sitting around that and we've got a the the giant legion L with the um, flying star on the table. And Cam says uh, I mean, I don't have to tell you folks what this group is all about. It's about teamwork and dedication. And if we always just want to keep that in mind, we're not going to have any attention, Legionnaires' attention.
5: Come in, and super Sean friends.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very much. There's a big monitor, and Sean Aaron's face appears. Chief Aaron, what's Trouble up? Trouble alert. Cam? Trouble alert. Cam. And, and I had to read this this for for a reason, this issue. Yes. Cam, it's Jakarta. The Melbourne Dome has geared into it. <laughs> What have you done, The damage is catastrophic. (laughs) I told you this was going to come up. As you can see, this damage is catastrophic. We need you folks there now. Do you recognize those buildings? "Uh, um, We're not that far in the future yet. And Cam (laughs) says, okay, people, it looks like we've got our first assignment. And we get a a great final splash page um, of the team heading off to save Melbourne and Jakarta. Let's handle it like Legionnaires and then the next everyone to the
5: spinoff Yep. <laughs> and and the next the action
6: begins in legion is one on sale in three weeks and that, and that's and a good it's... thing because this book was
2: far too crowded <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. you guys are gonna
0: have to go into another book <laughs> 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 yeah no
2: which beats bad. the alternative of in this book they probably get killed off well, there's so that. there's that you know
1: oh that would never happen you you're
2: gonna Come get on. yeah because
0: otherwise, otherwise you're, you're gonna get hat-tricked you know it. <laughs> yeah, I love yep. this. I just loved this. E- everything about it. it cool. Yeah, I loved the little uh, sort of jokey humor between uh, you know between uh, Cam and uh, and Josh at the beginning, and just the, the way they kind of you know put the band back together as it were. In uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like okay, let's we, we need a headquarters. Let's get the old headquarters. <laughs>
6: uh, yeah. Yep. Michael, were you going to mention the Cosmic Teams article from Comic Buyer's Guide?
1: Uh, I was not.
6: About this issue? Okay, I might, I might just jump in then. Sure. So um, Comic Buyer's Guide 999 had a had an interview at this time um, about the decision to change the direction of the series as Giffen was leaving the Beerbombs were becoming primary writers. So they planned to launch the SW6 Legion in their own title. Legionnaires will be considerably different from Legion of Superheroes, despite their similarities. The older title will still be very much aimed at a different audience, an audience looking for less traditional superhero action, Tom Bierbaum said. Legion of Superheroes will handle supervillains and other menaces with more detail and will hinge on intrigue as well as action. Legionnaires is much more of a traditional superhero comic book. The Legionnaires wear bright, distinctive costumes designed by Chris Sprouse, have code names, and engage in straightforward adventures. This title has the dual mission of being both accessible to new readers and appealing to traditional Legion fans. Carlson and the Bierbaums acknowledge that the Legion's extensive history has deterred readers in the past, but they said they believe Legionnaires can overcome that problem. There'll certainly be an amount of confusion, undoubtedly, but I think we'll do a pretty good job of keeping it to a minimum, Tom Bierbaum said. The older Legion characters will not appear in Legionnaires' comic book. If you only read Legionnaires, you don't have to know there's another comic book or ever has been another Legion comic book. The single most confusing element of both titles is probably the fact that there are two versions of some characters. The Legion creative team hopes to distinguish them by keeping them apart and emphasising their differences. Legionnaires is set on New Earth, and the team's adventures occur in that general area. The old Legion operates in space from its planetoid home, Talos, and its missions will be more galactic. For the time being, there won't be any crossovers between the titles. Moreover, with the differences in ages and experiences, many of the same characters aren't really very similar, the Beerbaums notice. You look at young element lad and the old Jan and they don't look that much alike. Certainly young Violet and old Violet are very different. The readers will have a fairly easy time physically telling them apart, Carlson said. That is, in the case of shrinking Violet, whatever happened to the kids as they grew older is not necessarily going to happen to them again. Again. We're playing around with some established relationships, romantic relationships, friendships and just basic characterisation. One of the first things that happens in Legionnaires will probably shake up a lot of people, Carlson said. We're going to mess around with the relationship between Satin Girl, Live Wire, formerly Lightning Lad and Cosmic Boy. The three initial members will play around with their emotions a little bit in the early issues. That may lead to some surprising ends. On another level, many of the younger versions are changing their code names. For example, Lightning Lad becomes Livewire, and Element Lad becomes Alchemist. Others may follow suit, but not everyone changes. The kids have awakened in the year 2995 and see that the world has changed. Styles have changed, and their names aren't sounding very cool in this era anymore, Tom Bierbound said. Some of the kids feel, who cares how styles have changed? We're proud of what we've been, and we think the names are good. The Bierbaum said they believe a few name changes give the team a more contemporary feel. They're concerned that some of the younger readers might be dissuaded from the book if there's a strict adherence to the standard of old adventure comics episodes. We certainly hope they can recapture the fresh, exuberant quality of these early stories and get today's kids as excited as we were when we read The Legion, Tom Bierbaum said. But for the benefit of these kids, who aren't like we were back then, the hairstyles and codenames and fashions and the depiction of the future has a more contemporary edge. In some cases, it's a little rougher edge. However, he stressed, the Legionnaires has has more of an optimistic sense of the heroes accomplishing something. It really is an attempt to get back to the old roots of the Legion. So a really big change. The interview goes on, but um, I think it really gives a the sense they were trying to do something different and um, give people what they wanted, in a sense, with the, with that sort of young, old Legion feel. Yeah. Um, but keep the, keep the Legion we knew, the continuity going.
1: Can you uh, can you post that link in the... Yeah, yeah I'll pop page? it in. I'll pop it
6: in. Yeah, the interview goes on. It's, it's quite a long interview.
1: Oh, okay. That's fantastic. I remember fantastic. the issue. I just yeah. haven't read it since it came out.
6: Yeah. Terrific. I'll, I'll post it up.
1: So, uh, you ready for Tom Beerbums? We are, indeed. His, 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 it's okay. I'm a senator. Uh, he says, this was an interesting issue... They combined the artwork of Stuart Immonen and Chris Sprouse, with Chris contributing 14 pages that pages that launched readers directly into Legionnaires Number One. Chris also did the cover, which was one that's been one of what's been a few homages to the cool cover of Adventure 300. Um, in this case, Chris added four characters to the background of the middle panel, so he managed to show 11 Legionnaire characters on this one cover in the brand new uniforms he designed. Uh, The opening scene of the issue rubs me the wrong way a little because they got us to set it with some of the old LSHers playing a futuristic form of racquetball. And with the earth in shambles and needing as much effort as everyone could contribute, it just didn't feel right to me to show them partaking in recreational exercise. I don't remember what we originally had them doing in the scene, but I'd rather have seen them at rest drinking a silver ale, watching Holos or something else showing them recovering from effort rather than exerting recreational effort. I am pleased to say we didn't show them training. For some reason to me, that's the most tiresome thing modern comics show their heroes doing, training for superhero fights instead of showing them in actual superhero fights. To me, it's as boring as football shows that show the teams in practice instead of in the games. Not very interesting to me. (laughs) Uh, at any rate, it's an okay scene showing Jacques and Cam each complaining about how stressed they are on their current positions. Um, virtually on the spot, they agree to have Cam resign and let Jacques replace him, which makes VP Troy Tyrock Stewart president of New Earth. Uh, they, he runs through um, uh, Rock and Cam looking for uh, or, or recruiting. He says, or sorry, Jacques and Rock uh, Jacques and Rock are now on foot tracking down the people they want to invite to join the Adult Legion and it's, it's kind of funny now to think of these guys are the Adult Legion um, you know, compared to what we are used to thinking of as the Adult Legion um, although to the puzz- puzzlement the subs and Danielle are reluctant to commit and say they'll have to think about it when we find Danielle she's being pestered by Crystal Kid who assumes he's invited to join the Adult Legion too <coughs> although nobody is particularly interested in him. We played Crystal Kid as being kind of an egotistical dope, although everyone's polite enough to just ignore him rather than tell him what an ass he really is. Uh, let's see, we go to the Chris Sprouse pages, which start with an older Cam and Danielle poking around in the remains of the old clubhouse. We see how Danielle's computer power works. She has virtually a psychic link with computers, which helps her to rouse the dormant computer system of the old clubhouse and get it up and running again. She and Cam are immediately presented as kind of a bickering couple, he trying to lend the kids the benefits of of his experience and wisdom, and she taking a skeptical eye towards whatever he has to say. We generally thought of Danielle as the sensible outsider, almost as if she were a non-fan hanging out with a bunch of fans. Uh... Next, we see Sunboy and Lightning Lad trying to convince Cam the group needs new codenames and uniforms so they aren't all a bunch of dweeb lads, while Saturn Girl sticks up for Legion and Tradition in a scene that clearly mirrors the kind of debates that happen all the time between New Guard fans and old school fans. Uh, to Saturn Girl's consternation, Cam agrees with the guys, recognizing that the group needs to be a source of inspiration to the citizenry of 2995, and some new elements will help establish that. The Legionnaires' pages are fast-paced and fun, and I think do a good job of setting up the kids' book. Our goal was to cover a few continuity issues and introductions for long-term fans so the new series could hit the ground running with no necessary explanations and background and no reference to the adult Legion. Uh, we wanted the new book to be something that someone could just pick up with no knowledge of recent Legion history. All you needed to know was they were operating on the New Earth collection of domed cities that were the surviving remnants of a destroyed Earth. Beyond that, we just wanted to tell the stories about this particular version of the Legion, stories that someone could buy off the rack and enjoy with no other background required. I think these pages were among our most successful of this era, and I remember someone at D.C. who hadn't been shy about expressing his dislike of our run telling us I have to admit that was a good issue. Um, I felt uh, a little more comfortable writing Legionnaires because at this point, it really was our group and the uniforms, code names and more traditional adventures, probably more in my wheelhouse than the innovative elements of the adult book. And um, for me, I think I agree with that in retrospect. um, After having reread it and reread what Tom says, the stuff that I like is more what the beer bums did than what Giffen did, you know, when he was writing versus they were just dialoguing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think it was also a little liberating to be able to split the old and young groups into their own books. Um, there'd been an adult Legion and an SW six Legion in the main book for 17 issues. And by comparison, writing one book with 15 heroes and another with 20 seemed like a relatively simple assignment. And uh, so that's pretty much what Tom has to say.
0: Very cool. I'm going to get into some feedback. Okie dokie. All right. From our friend Al Sedano, who you can uh, sometimes hear, um, you know, sometimes we call him A.L.S.E.E.A.N.O. Um, and he says, Evening Legionnaires, um, this is uh, with reference to last week's episode uh, 634, 5 years later, issue 40. Uh, so first of all, yeah, I can see how the cover would be a major tease to fans of Wildfire, though I would assume to place the blame on the editor for that one. As for Universal and the fact that the public seems to have uh, forgiven him for all his past misdeeds, well, back then I found it odd. Nowadays, I can see so many other issues have happened since then that they just seem to have forgotten all about it. Just watch the news; it happens in uh, modern politics daily. Sadly, was this issue the first time uh, DC had estab- has established that uh, John is so long lived, or had that been shown before? And I guess the answer to that is the cameo in the uh, in um, in two hundred one. two oh one two hundred. Two hundred, yeah. Two
1: hundred, yeah. So the pretty, I'm, gig- pre- I'm pretty sure this was the this was the first indication that he was so long lived. And that was picked up later in, in uh like in the reboot and in yeah. future series. Yeah, big time, yeah.
0: Um now the main event of this issue is the meeting between the current Legion and the SW six team, which did not disappoint me. The two Aylas, Vi and Vi, Brainies and Laurels, loved it all. Though I'm a bit confused about the whole triplicate curl uh, duo damsel issue that you guys had. I just went <laughs> through the issue, and while she is in the issue, we only see her as either a duo or single, and she's never called by name. Uh, if I missed something, could you let me know where it was? No, he, he's right. I mean, uh, and, and it kind of gets answered in, in this issue. And um, we just, we weren't sure. Because our thing was, well, I mean, that's how we would know she wasn't a clone, right? But yeah well we
2: know she becomes triad well and, I think and that we know, everybody yeah,
0: and we now and, that, and that's exactly it like like it's like Jim said earlier we were thinking in the future and you know mm-hmm. we were thinking post this issue and um, and this issue basically lays it all out there um, On to other things uh, uh, comic book DB versus comics.org yes comics.org is good I use it for my show. Resurrections, a Scott Alman and the Scarecrow podcast, <laughs> uh, but it's not as complete as DB was. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> if, of course, that is a, a uh, um, uh, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast um, as well. Um, uh, he says, but it's not as as complete as DB was. And yeah, I mean, the, the comic book DB was uh, was was was, a, was a, an excellent source for research. Uh, you could you could click on a creator or character, and it would show all past issues they'd worked on or been in. Comics.org is good, but DB was better. Uh, finally, since there was some talk about the current series and Morju, I have to say I like the way he's shown now. One of the first principles of magic, well, stage magic at least, is misdirection. So in some areas, he's known as Mordrew the Gangster. In others, Mordrew the Wizard Guy. Or Mordrew the Underwater Adventure Seeker. Mordrew the Fun licker, etc., <laughs>
3: gross more drew, the jet skier.
0: <laughs> more, more drew the jet skier exactly exactly thank you very much al all right and um so there we go so that's all uh, in the rearview mirror it's all history just like we are to uh, to brent there in the future um so what happened this week in legion history
1: uh would you believe that 45 years ago uh 1975, uh, we saw Superboy 215 published. Uh, while Phantom Girl is set to testify against an assassin, Sunboy appears to go into an eclipse state, making his heat power run rampant. In the backup story, the Legion is threatened by the Emerald Empress, but Cosmic Boy, because of religious reasons, must not use his power on this day, and he also gets a new costume. 35 years ago, Tales of the Legion 333. It's a reprint of Volume 3, Number 8. In order to prevent the controllers from manufacturing sun eaters, the lost Legionnaires have to destroy a planet. 25 years ago, 1995, uh, Legion of Superheroes, Volume 4, Number 77. Locked away in a prison for conducting forbidden experiments, Brainiac 5 is interrogated by United Planet's Psy agent Nara Minsork, who wants the secret of time travel. 20, 20 years ago, in the year 2000, the year
3: 2000.
1: 2000. Uh, <laughs> Legion lost number 10. The Legionnaires are held captive by the progeny and are told they will be taken to their leisure, leader the Progenitor. The Legion is surprised to find Element Lad, their fellow member, is actually the Progenitor. Ten years ago, 2010, Superman Secret Origin Deluxe Edition, which collects the Superman Secret Origin miniseries. Uh, Five years ago, we have two volumes of Justice League United. Uh, Volume one, the Justice League Canada, and volume two, the Infinitus Saga. Uh, and then five years ago, sorry, 955 years from now, uh, Bouncing Boy, in, sorry, in 2975, Bouncing Boy will have been going to resign after losing his powers. The time trapper poses as science police commissioner Wilson in an attempt to capture the concentrator. Toward he retreats to the distant future, hidden behind the Iron Curtain of Time. And that is this week in Legion history.
0: Very nice. Very nice. All right, Well, Twelve. I'll, uh, I'll start start off uh, by saying thank you very much for joining us today, Brent. It was a pleasure as always. And, You're um, welcome. We will uh, we will we will do this again while there's uh, holiday action happening. Definitely. Excellent. And um, all right. So let's let's wrap this up then. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're going to shine it up a little. We're going to put away some of the pink fuzz, and uh, we will see you all next week.
2: Time for you kids at home to look for an eggnog recipe that takes blue milk.